My name is Megan. And my name is Ari. And this this is Unapologetically Girl. We have come together to bring information to live the healthiest lifestyle and bring relevant information into your life. We are not doctors and always suggest discussing health content with your doctor before deciding if these lifestyle changes are beneficial to you. Information gathered comes from our personal experience, online articles, and relevant books. I have a background in marketing and a passion for personal development. I personally have a background in social work, and thus my perspective will come from the mental health challenges I have witnessed in myself and others. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy. You know those things that like just make you cringe and it's like the smallest thing in the world but you make it into like the biggest deal yes i literally got asked to do something at work that like i was doing like that's part of my job and the fact that like i got asked to do it like literally just like sent me into a spiral oh really of like frustration and like just literally all weekend I was just like frustrated over it and ended up like not even like wanting to go to work on Monday because I was like man I just I don't like telling people I don't like when people tell me what to do (laughs) it was like something you would have done regardless of this person's interaction but because they said hey will you do this even though you already knew you needed to like that that was the issue yeah yeah pretty much yeah i've been there before too you're like i know what my daily tasks are so i know i need to do this why did you bring it up did you think i wasn't gonna do it like you get in that little headspace mind game oh yeah for sure i was just like i was so annoyed (laughs) so annoyed i was like who are they to try and tell me what my (laughs) tell me about my job and i was like oh wait they're like my boss okay (laughs) so maybe they should be telling me but they should also know that i'm gonna do what i'm supposed to do now, I had a, a frustrating thing this past week, too, because someone that I had emailed for information, they didn't get back to me. So two weeks later, I sent them a check-in email just saying, like, hey, I hope you're doing well. just wanted to make sure that you got this and if you had any, any information that you could give me. And their response was so rude and short that I knew that they were never going to reply. They opened my email and they were like, this isn't my job department, so I'm not even going to reply to you. And I found that so oh. rude. Because their response was something like, so I don't do this. You can call the main phone number to find out information. And I was just like, you're not going to respond. That's so rude. You could have said that when I first sent my email, but instead you ignored me. And I so wanted to fire off something mean back, but I've learned that it's better to treat everyone with kindness and just be super nice in case I have to work with her again. But I so wanted to be like, thank you. That information would have been so timely when I first emailed you. Like, oh, <laughs> and that bugged me all weekend. I kept thinking about it and being like, why is this one person bothering me? It's such a small, not issue, but it kept bugging me so much. It's crazy how those type of things can just like spiral. Like the smallest little things can just like take hold and just like make your mind spiral, like ruin your day. And it's like, if you're not careful and like, don't put yourself in check, things will just go out of control and next thing you know you're just one ball of frustration and angry at everybody our topic today is 
seasonal affective disorder. And I'm just going to give you a synopsis of kind of what that is. And then we will share some experiences that we've had that kind of relate to um, this time of year and this feeling, especially now that it's like super dark for a lot of the day, it can be really important to make sure that you're keeping um, yourself in check and, you know, putting, implementing um, coping skills to ensure that you don't fall into a deep depression. Yeah, the other day I was driving to the store to do some, like, errands after work, and I remember thinking it's almost pitch black outside, and it was, like, 630. Yeah. And I was driving with my boyfriend in the car, and I looked over, and I remember saying something like, how is it already this dark? Oh my gosh, it's so, it's such a drag. Even my three-year-old is like, mommy, it's nap time, and it's like <laughs> 5 p.m. And I was like, Scarlett, no. it's not nap time. <laughs> we need to we actually make sure things. we stay up for a few hours. Oh, yeah. you're going to be up at like 3, 4 a.m. We go to sleep oh. now. <laughs> <sighs> That would be nuts. <laughs> so uh, to kind of go forward, seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression related to changes in seasons. Um, I'm sure many people have heard of seasonal affective disorder before. It does begin and end about the same time every year. If you're like most people, with um, they, they label it SAD. Your symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, sapping your energy and making you feel moody. These symptoms often resolve during the spring and the summer months. Less often, SAD causes depression in the spring or early summer and resolves during the fall or winter months. Um, Some of the signs and symptoms of SAD are feeling listless, sad, down most of the day, losing interest in activities, having low energy and feeling really sluggish, having problems with sleeping too much, experiencing a lot of carbohydrate cravings or like sweet cravings, having difficulty concentrating. Um, I find also just like scrolling on my phone more, feeling hopeless, worthless, or guilty, having thoughts of not wanting to live, I would say that's probably on the extreme end of things. Um, I wouldn't say that's necessarily a common symptom. And if you are having thoughts of not wanting to live, it's really important to reach out to um, a suicide hotline. And I know the hotline number for Utah is 988 Um, There's also a national suicide hotline number um, that, and you can find all of those numbers online as well. We wanted to bring up the different symptoms for fall and winter SAD and spring and summer SAD. And for fall and winter, those are oversleeping, appetite changes, especially craving foods that are higher in carbohydrates, weight gain, tiredness, or low energy. I know I've been feeling that a lot with, like, the sun going down and everything. Um, And then for spring and summer, it's kind of the opposite. So trouble sleeping or insomnia, poor appetite, 
weight loss, agitation or anxiety, and increased irritability. And then we also wanted to discuss that people who have bipolar disorder are at an increased risk of seasonal affective disorder. And in some people with bipolar disorder, episodes of mania may be linked to specific seasons. So an example of this is in spring and summer, it can bring on symptoms of mania and a less intense form of mania, anxiety, agitation, and irritability. Um, And they may also experience depression during the fall and winter months. So that's something else to consider. It's interesting because I feel like I've noticed a pattern um, throughout my life, kind of, that when the fall and winter comes, I do tend to get you know, maybe a more mild case of these symptoms. Specifically, I would say this year, more than any year that I've had, is just a feeling of just lack of energy, um, a lack of motivation, really. And um, I have noticed quite a bit of weight gain, um, cravings of sweets and carbohydrates have definitely hit me hard (laughs) and just overall like just feeling like I'm dragging myself um and this has been going on for you know just a few weeks and I'm noticing you know like okay I'm feeling like I'm down here I need to build myself up a little bit and um be aware that my mood and my activity my activity level is um decreasing what kind of things can I do to help with those things yeah so I've also been experiencing the same kind of things especially the lack of energy I have still been experiencing a lot of other symptoms one that is a bigger impact that I've noticed is I've been less interested in doing creative things like I really like like drawing and painting and working on like creative ideas and just I haven't had or even just like reading I haven't had like any desire to do any of those things nearly as much and I'm finding myself wanting to sleep more and yeah so that's basically what I've been experiencing during this time but yeah it's definitely so weird I think just the sun going down so early just throws my body for like a change and then it's I feel off because I'm not expecting it. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's not fun, but it's not that big of it's not like that big of an impact, but it also it is it's hard because then, you know, I, I feel like I'm missing out on being creative and I don't want to be as tired as I am all the time and yeah. Sticking to routine has been helping, but really only in the morning. So <laughs> I think that's like my biggest struggle though, is in the mornings, like I have this desire to like want to get up and work out and I want to get up and you know read and be more purposeful with my day but like my alarm turns on and I'm just like I cannot get up like it's pitch black (laughs) it's cold oh yeah it's like and I have nothing that like I'm wanting to get out of bed for and so it's just like I've just noticed that there's some things like that you said I need to set a routine a little bit more in the morning and feel a bit more purposeful with my day and my morning and my time and I think as that happens like my energy level will come back and 
um, I think this time of year is just hard too because it's getting darker earlier versus like it, pretty soon it'll start getting lighter and things will change, but it's just a hard time and yeah. Especially when it's cold. I just want people to know that like they're not alone when they're feeling this and there are ways to combat these feelings before you, you know, get kind of way stuck. Um, And especially like reaching out for help is never a bad idea. And, you know, taking that mental health day is not a bad idea. Um, You know, it's important to care for yourself. And I think in this world, like, with jobs, with family, that gets lost, um, that you really are the most important person in your life. And so you need to make sure that you are being taken care of. Yeah, I agree with that so much. I feel like I used to put a lot of other people before me for a while and would make sure that they were taken care of before I would take care of myself. And then slowly over time, I just stopped taking as much care of myself as I, as I used to and didn't even realize it. And so I feel like that can totally happen with, especially during this time of year, you know, with all of the symptoms of seasonal affective disorder and then also trying to make sure that everyone else in your life is okay. You know, you can start to take like less and less care of yourself. And the next thing you know, you're in like a winter blues slump. And we like talked about that a bit in our last episode with like dealing with slumps and how to get out of it and everything. So definitely being a, having some mental awareness for the seasonal change that's happening, maybe how it's affecting you and trying to make sure you stay a step ahead so you don't fall into some habits that can make you just feel a bit extra down and, you know, it's not as fun. So we also wanted to talk about tips and tricks that we have that work for us that helps us with seasonal affective disorder. And for me, a few things that I found that helped is one, journaling helps me. I feel like once I put words to what I'm feeling, it helps so much. It helps me process it so much more. And it can also like change my day and my mood, like from when I start journaling to the end of it. So I love doing that. Another thing that's been helping me a lot is having morning routines based on how I'm feeling. So I have like little mind maps for four different options in my planner. And I actually saw this on Passion Planner's Instagram. But I have one for if I'm feeling burnt out, if I'm in a bad mood, if I'm feeling creative, and if I'm feeling energized. And I found that really helps set the tone for my day and accounts for how I'm feeling when I first wake up. So I'm not doing the same thing every day regardless. And I've had a few times the past two weeks where I've noticed I've turned my day around by doing that. So I really recommend finding a morning routine that helps you. Another one, as hard as it can be when we're feeling sad, but working out. I noticed I had a really good rush of endorphins um, on one of the days that I wasn't having as good of a day of last week, and it totally just changed my mood and made me really happy. So, And lastly, it's also helpful to talk to your doctor if you feel like it's kind of overwhelming and there's not a lot of things you can do to kind of help yourself. That's another option as well. Ariana, did you have any tips or tricks you wanted to share? Yeah, so I think for me, all of those things are very true. Um, I find that, especially with seasonal affective disorder, 
in the winter time I become like a zombie like (laughs) I am able to complete all my tasks I just don't feel like I have a lot of joy in doing it um and so I think that's why like journaling for me has been helpful because it reminds me to take a second and either appreciate what I've completed what I've overcome or just helps me get out of my head a little bit and back into reality another thing that helps me is um you know I live in a place where it doesn't get a lot of sunshine during the winter and so vitamin d has been a huge support for me especially during the winter months so I think also checking with your doctor to see if you are deficient in any vitamins and really making it a point to take those um, because that can really help as well. Another thing that I do is, like Megan said, exercise. But for me, I have been so unmotivated to exercise and really don't feel like I have a whole lot of time and so I've made it a point to just move my body in whatever way shape or form if that's in the morning like doing like a stretch or something or um, just like taking the stairs at work um, I just try and move my body um, which has also helped And really just talking to people about it and about how you're feeling. I opened up to um, my boyfriend the other day about how I was feeling. He could tell that I have been really just unsettled and down. And it felt really good to vent to him and to kind of just move past it and to recognize that this is a normal thing and I can overcome it. Um, and also trying new things. I think that's also a good time to put down the phone, put down the TV and try a puzzle, try one of those diamond art things. I don't know if you've seen those. Um, yeah, it's, they're really cool, but trying something new that you haven't really done, um, this weekend. We went ice skating, which was my daughter's first time ice skating. It was a ton of fun, and it really got me thinking out of the box and kind of reminded me that winter wasn't so bad. (laughs) (laughs) There's good things to look forward to this winter. (laughs) Yeah, and it just got me out of the, like, regimen of everyday life, um, which can be hard, especially when many people are struggling financially and there's less things to do outdoors during the winter so there's a lot of things that are maybe not free activities um one of the things to look at is to see if your um city has a rec center and utilize that rec center if you don't have a gym membership um they have like ellipticals there and you can have your kids play basketball while you ride on the elliptical or something um those are some ideas I've come across that I think are very helpful 
and just also knowing that there's an end to it like there's going to be an end this is not how it is forever I think also helps kind of with you mentally being able to overcome the hump per se as far as you know if I can just get to next week and you can think (laughs) that way or you can decide okay like nothing's gonna change maybe my attitude needs to change about things and from then kind of move forward I think the biggest thing too is to realize if you're feeling sick because a lot of times you get so sick in the winter time like with a cold after cold um to make sure that you're taking a second in the evenings you know drinking a hot tea taking your vitamins drinking your water getting your water prepared even for the next day um, so that you're taking care of your physical health and then your mental health will also fall in and getting good rest yeah getting good rest is so <laughs> important yes I think too like um, I recently made it so I can't like get on my Instagram I've set a timer for myself nice and it's actually been really nice because it's made me think of other things to do other than stun my phone and that really helps with like the grogginess and um kind of like the down feeling down that comes along with um sad i love all of this so much especially the um opening up to someone and showing like what you're going through and doing something new those are two things that i definitely want to try I am somebody that definitely gets energy from other people but I am very introverted as well like I need my alone time yeah but I have had so much alone time that (laughs) I'm like I need human interaction yeah and I'm looking forward to because this weekend um there's kind of like a work going away party for a couple of the people I work with and I'm so looking forward to going out to dinner without my daughter and just to like see and talk with people and enjoy that time. That'll be so fun. So those are our tips that we have to help if you are going through the same thing that we are and trying to get through this winter period and seasonal affective disorder. Uh, We also wanted to bring up that for our next episode, we are going to be discussing the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. So we encourage you to read along and we're going to go over lots of topics in this book and talk about um, our thoughts on it. And we'll also be talking a bit about inspiration and being creative. So we look forward to having that discussion with you guys and please tune in next time. 